spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. everybody <laughs> welcome to school through spirit i'm your host yet renee here on wltk let's talk digital radio this is a radio show that i do explore different people's lives and their journey journeys and how spirit has impacted them now each week i do talk to different people of different spiritual modalities and others have just found that spirit has really kind of touched their life um each week i do start the show with a small discussion on whatever spirit gives me and then I move on to my guest. Now, my guest this week is Mr. Gordon Ellison. And oh my God, you guys, he is the bomb.com. You're going to love him. He's a medium out of Canada. He's just got this incredible story. I'm not going to tell you too much just because I'll tell you what. When I got the chance to sit down for five, I mean, I'd heard about Gordon a lot through a mutual friend of ours. Um, but when I finally got the chance to sit down and actually talk about I was like, holy crap, this guy's amazing. Like my new best friend, you know? <laughs> type of thing. He's just amazing guy. I'll tell you what. So um, seriously, I can't wait for you guys to talk to him, meet him and him to share his story. So which is awesome. Now today I do want to kind of because I haven't been here. Oh my God, you guys. Oh, did you guys see what happened? Did you guys see what happened? Oh my God. I mean, we're all friends here. So I think I can tell you this. So I don't know if you, let's give you a little bit of backstory here. Let's give you a little backstory, which is really going to talk about my topic today too. So a little bit of a backstory is Charlene Lynn, who is just an amazing woman, really serious. I one of my best friends. I love her dearly. She's just awesome. Um, we met two, three, four years ago um, with her doing one of my classes. And she just went through all the classes. She got certified through me. Just this amazing, amazing person. Um, and just I've watched her soar, watched her just blossom. Freaking A, just amazing. To watch the journey of the transformation is just beyond, beyond cool. Well, she just, well, every once in a while, I go, do you mind? I got a message for you. I'm like, yeah, shoot, whatever. So she sends me a message a while back, two shows ago that I wasn't going to be here for. And she goes, you know what, dear? Spirit just gave me a message that, you know, when you're not here, when you're not here, instead of doing like a recording of a past show, they're telling me you should just have a guest host and then just, you know, keep keep ever going. I went, oh, that's an amazing idea. You start Monday. <laughs> she had a huge fear, guys. Huge fear. Um, and I'll tell you what, two shows in, two shows in. Chat with Charlie has now had now has her own show. Can you believe it? Two shows in, she now has her own show. And that starts in May. Like bomb diddy gum. I think it's May 5th. Not sure. But I, I think it's a Monday morning. I think it's Monday or not. I'm Monday mornings. I think it's uh, mornings. I think it's 9 a.m. I'm not sure which date it is advertised. Thursday, 9 a.m. Thank you, Todd. Thursday, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. It is chat with Charlie. I'll tell you what. I get to be a guest on there. Hoop toot. Not May 5th. It's a week after, though. So super excited. Her promise of her show is, though, that you are going to send questions to her. So look on the station, look on her personal side or the chat with Charlie side on Facebook 
and you're going to get an email. Okay. You have questions, psychic, mediumship, whatever questions, send them into chat with Charlie and she's going to answer those questions every week. So it's kind of like a spiritual Abby, like dear Abby type thing, which is freaking amazing. But just know that you can also ask questions on her site, you know, when she's live. So super cool, super, super cool, guys. So that is awesome. That is something that has happened, which is super amazing. Um, just so you know, I am going to copy this link. You know, this is where I take my moment to say, hey, let's copy this everywhere. So that's what I'm going to do as I talk. Um, one other thing I wanted to let the world know was that we are running a special here at the station. Um, and that is 20% off, guys. 20% off advertising. It is part 20% 20, 20 off if you want a new show. I mean, like I said, everybody's got a voice, don't we? All of us have a voice. All of us have something we want to say. And if you want a platform to say it, there you go. 20% off. I don't know how long the discount goes for, but please take a moment and hook yourself up. Because I'll tell you what, it's not as scary as you think. The producer really does it all. We don't do anything, which is awesome. So we, I literally just have a computer. I, I oh my God, I just clicked out of everything. Um, I literally just, like, after the initial show is kind of like, hey, here you go, type of thing. Um, there we're back on, on Target. Um, yeah, all I do is click on. I tell, tell the producer who it is I'm bringing in for that week, and booyah, here we go. So um, what we are talking about today, guys, is um, fear and control. Fear and control. Um, <laughs> how I got these subjects. The sale ends May 1st, just so you know. So you only got it like a week or so, two weeks to do this. So um, I need to put this more place. I just feel like I need to put this everywhere. I don't know why. I just feel like I do. Like, oh, my God, everybody just kind of jump in, say hi, how you doing, whatever it might be. Oh, my gosh, the world needs to just come and say howdy um, and come on here. I'm really trying, if anybody knows how to put this on Instagram live as we're going right now, please, please tell me because I never know and I'm always trying. Every time I Google it, it tells me I have to save the show afterwards and put on and then I forget because I'm just, I'm earheaded that way. So, um, oh my God, that's so, so crazy. Instagram, I'm going to just like put that into, I'm going to put that in and so and go, can I put this on there? Maybe I can. I don't know. Um, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, so basically, fear and control. What had happened was, um, as you guys know, I've talked to uh, Michelle Prentice, who is my astrologer, and she's been on the show. She's going to come back on again. Also, Kelly Brickle, which is my new, the numerologist. <laughs> I like this, my numerologist. The show's numerologist. She's numer I mean, she's just freaking amazing. You guys all know her. She's got her own show also. Um, but this has really been my month. This is my month. Everybody says all this stuff is going to happen. We've also had like April, it's been solar eclipses and the full moon was a couple of days ago. At the end of the month, we have the, um, where we, uh, we have a solar eclipse at the end of the moon. We had solar flares at the beginning of the month. We have, you know, full moon in the middle, just an amazing month of tons and tons of energy. And somewhere in there, I just decided to schedule another hypnosis, um, session. And I was like, okay, let's do this. And I didn't realize that I actually scheduled it on the night of the full moon um, <clears throat> in the midst of all this energy. 
right? Because I just, I didn't really care. I just felt I really needed it. And obviously I did. So, but it was really weird because when we go in and it's not like I go in to say, Hey, I want to lose weight or, Hey, I want to quit smoking. Cause you know what? I've done both. You know what I mean? I've done both. Don't need that. So, and I don't necessarily say, Hey, I want to go look at past lives or I want to do this or I want to do that. What we do is we go in and I talk to Deborah and it's Deborah Verzell, as you guys all know. Um, I go in and we kind of have a chat and we just sit there and we talk and I get very comfortable, like, you know, two best friends sitting down having a wonderful conversation over some water and tea. Um, and we just kind of talk about what's been going on in my life, you know, and it kind of leads up to why I'm here. And I just kind of looked at her and I'm like, you know what, this is really kind of what's going on. Um, I don't know if it's control. I don't know if it's fear. I don't know what's going on, but, and she's like, you know what? Um, so the topics are fear and control. Let's see what happens. And she takes me under, which is really amazing. And I'm super blessed because when I go into hypnosis, I go really fast, like boom, booyah, gone. Like you're going to feel relaxed. Take some deep breaths. Um, if, when I count to three, I'll close your eyes. One, two, three, out. <laughs> um, I get like a little prelude to it though, because I can feel spirit coming in. I can feel spirit coming in, helping with the process and, and going, Hey, we're going to take you under. Um, so I don't know if I'm literally going to hypnosis or if I'm going to, I'm not really going into trance, but it's kind of like a, a, a trance like feeling, but under hypnosis, but spirit really helps anyway. And I'm not going to talk details about the past lives I went to, because really that is, you know, after we, after she brought me out, we really had some discussions about that. And it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a potato farmer or if you're you not know, the queen of Sheba, it doesn't really matter because one person was just talked a little bit more about a history than the other doesn't mean that one did not contribute just as much as, as the next person. So that part doesn't matter. But what does matter is, you know what, the first, the first life she went into, uh, or I went into, and she doesn't tell, you know, she just says, you know, take me back to a life of, um, you know, where I need to be, basically. And it's weird because my own mind, my spirit, my soul, whatever you want to call it, whatever takes me there, the unconsciousness takes me back to a spot and it did. And it took me back to the spot of um, where I had no fear. I felt very blessed. And I kept saying, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Um, and she kept going, do you have fear? And I'm like, no, I have, I'm blessed. And, um, but through that lifetime, I had a lot of control, a lot of people controlling me. Um, a lot of, you know, primarily like a, a, a dad, potentially control me because it was on a journey that I was going for, not a journey I possibly would have wanted, but I was on um, and kind of going with the pack. Um, and then I literally, you know, got to where we we're going to be. And next thing you know, um, I'm not happy because I'm being married off to an arranged marriage. And it was going to be a marriage that was very much controlling to me. But I had a lot of faith and I had a lot of trust, but still under that premise of being controlled. Um, and then through, you know, things that had happened, um, I was whisked off to a temple. And I spent the rest of my life very happy. I had a daughter and very happy and very feeling, learning how to control myself. So I learned how to control my fears. I learned how I, I, I hadn't, I, I, I learned how to control my fear of unknown. I learned how to, it was all about control, but control of self. Okay. But not then being controlled by everybody else. And it was really strange from that part because 
then all of a sudden I was listening to, once we got through that life, I got thrown into the next life. And the next life was all about fear, fear and anger. Anger about fear, fear of the unknown, fear of what I had to do, fear of everything. And it was just a lot of anger. I was in that whole lifetime in a situation where having to make choices based on fear of what the possible outcome might be. Like I didn't make that choice. And what was the fear of the worst possible outcome? And that was my whole life. And in the end, in the end, I was killed. I was killed. And that's okay. Because really the lifetime was really about fear. Learning and what I got from it when I came out, because grant you, a lot of the lifetime was, it was, um, it's very memorable and very, you know, um, and, and pretty huge on so many aspects in, in my own, my own thought process. But literally looking at it, it was like, wow, I was more in, in the fear was not fear of my life. My fear was what was going to happen to the people around me. What was going to happen to the people around me? That was where my fear was. And when I came out, I'm always kind of in awe of hypnosis. I really am because I used to start hypnosis with this thought process that, oh my God, boop, 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 I'm going to come out a change person. And I'm not, I'm not. I come out with some revelations. I come out with some aha moments, some really big aha moments, which are really amazing. And <clears throat> the aha moments are always like, oh my God, this makes sense. This, you know, all of that makes sense. Things make sense. But what really happens is that period of time after the fact. What's going to happen over the next week? What's going to happen over the next month? Maybe the next couple of months. And that's what's always mind-blowing to me. And that's where I got the thought of the discussion today. That's where it was putting. was actually because of a dream I had last night. Now, you guys all know my feeling of snakes, right? Well, the funny thing is, is after this last hypnosis, I was out and about and I was in the toy section with my grandkids and there was this snake, this fake some toy snake. And normally I'm like, I mean, come on, really? My fear is that bad. Like run for the, like the plastic snake. Instead I went up and I like touched it. I petted it and I was like, Oh, that's not so bad. Still had the underlying fear, but I was like, that's not so bad. And then something really ma magical happened last night because last night I had this dream. And in this dream, um, I was, I don't know where I was at. Someplace I had really big like anaconda tag snakes, like the really big ones, like this big around and probably about, I don't know, 20 feet long, whatever, all curled up. Um, and they're big enough that their skin looks like it's folded over in spots, you know, that size of a snake. And I, we were walking through this area and it was, you know, I don't know where it was at, but we were walking through this area. And this, I asked this guy about these little things he had there, these little creatures running around. And they were, I don't know, a cross between a lizard and, um, you know, a Furby. I don't know. It was really weird. Um, cute as little shits. But still, I mean, I was like, oh, my God, what's this? And I asked him what that was for. And he goes, they help control. They help control. And I love the world control the populations of the spiders and the snakes. And I went, well, they're doing a good job because I don't see any spiders or snakes. And I said, and thank God, because I have no fear of spiders. But my, and I literally said in my dream, my fear of snakes is horrendous. 
it's like, oh boy, they missed one. And I'm like, I didn't see any snakes. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, no, they missed one over there. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And all of a sudden I see this huge snake, like I just described, probably about 20 feet long and this big around, all curled up. And I'm like, whoa. And, and I think I jumped because all of a sudden I was in this guy's arms. Now, don't anybody thinking I'm like meeting a soulmate or anything like that because I had nothing to do with that. But my feet were like when I jumped, my feet were out this way. And the snake took attention to my major jump. And it spun out of its curl and it come flying at us. And its face and its nose came up. And I mean, the face was huge. It was like this big and a big square nose, you know. And it's smelling my foot with its tongue. And I'm like, I went, oh, it can smell my fear. And just like you guys see me in the, the program back in February, I was like, oh, or January. I'm like, oh, my God, it can smell my fear. It can smell my fear. I need to relax. I need to calm down. And then I noticed I wasn't afraid. I mean, at all. I wasn't afraid. And in my dream, I'm like, whoa, wait a second. There's this big snake, like, sniffing my foot. <laughs> and I'm not feared. I have no fear. And I went, okay, well, I've controlled my fear. I literally went in and went, I need to control my fear. I need to take a moment. I need to take check of myself. I need to relax. I need to just go and let go. And then the snake didn't do anything. Well, then he went to kind of walk away. And then all of a sudden, another snake from a different area struck at me. And it missed. And just as big struck at me. And I looked at it and I laughed. He went, oh, you missed me. I looked at the guy and said, we can leave now. And I woke up not in a panic, not terrified, not going, oh, hell, what just happened? I woke up going, wow, is my fear of snakes gone? Or am I learning to control my fear? Am I learning to realize that allowing my fear to take over, allowing my fears to take control of my life are just making things worse? And to control them, to realize I always have decisions, to realize certain things are going to happen and certain things are not going to. And it's okay to let those go. And I think it was pretty, to me, it was pretty prominent. To me, it was pretty amazing because it is things that I've been terrified of. And I've had a lot of those fears. And it's weird because when I look over, because there's no there's no um, shame in this. And, and I believe you guys all know that Literally, a lot of my hypnosis sessions have been <clears throat> working with different types of fears because obviously we have fears, you know, but fears to go, why do I have this fear? It's not like, let's get rid of it, but like, why do I have it? Why do I have this fear of not wanting to be seen? Why do I have this fear of this? Why do I have this fear of that? You know, um, <clears throat> even when I quit smoking eight years ago, and granted, I didn't do it that through hypnosis, but when I look back on it. And I, I explained this to somebody literally in the last six months since I started hypnosis. I even looked at them and said, gosh, even when I quit smoking, did not quit was huge for me. And they're like, why? And I said, because I had fear of letting go of the only thing I had control of in my life. I had no control of anything. Everybody had taken everything from me, at least what I presumed was everything. But the one thing they couldn't take was that cigarette, that cigarette. I had such a fear of losing it, of somebody taking that last thing from me, that I couldn't quit. 
it wasn't until I found something greater that, than that fear that I was able to let it go. So when I go into hope, hypnosis, hypnosis, I really look into what fear am I letting go, but why can I not let it go? Why can I not see it? Why is it such a fear? And what is the unknown that I'm afraid of? Because I'm finding out in this lifetime, and it's only been recently that I found this out, that a lot of my fears are not from this lifetime. A lot of my fears are from past lifetimes. Things have happened to me in other lifetimes, other journeys, other things. <clears throat> because I'm realizing as I go into this life and I look back, like, where's my fear of snakes come from? I'm like, gosh, it's just, it's just stupid for me because I have got nothing in my life to show a fear of them. Nothing. I didn't watch bad shows about snakes. Um, I didn't have a lot of snakes around me. Um, all of that type of situation. The only experience I ever had with a snake was literally my dad pushing a garden snake out of my out of our, our garage when I was about seven years old. He was pushing with a big, you know, big push broom. And the snake was little. I mean, it was a baby. And yeah, it's like fighting the broom and kind of slashing out. But I can remember standing behind my dad and laughing. I wasn't afraid of it. And I was only standing there because my dad told me to stand there. So literally not a reason to have a fear. Going back into hypnosis, I found a lifetime where I was killed by an asp. Intentionally. I literally made a kill. I literally said, Here, here's, my, here's my arm. Here's my hand. Kill me. It's time to make a choice to die. And I chose my death. But I remember the strike in my consciousness. I remember the snake striking in my consciousness that showed me the exact same strike of that little garner snake that brought out my fear of this lifetime. And I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of huge, isn't it? So it's been pretty amazing to look at how fear works. It's been huge to go, wow, this is fear. Wow, this is that. You know what I mean? It's been crazy. Oh, my God, guys, I am so sorry. I I've been talking and talking and talking. I never turned on my comments. Give me a minute. Charlie Lynn, good morning. Oh, thank you. I love you, too. Oh, I appreciate the shout out. You're awesome. Brenda, hello. Sharon Moritz, hello. Ward, oh, my God, good morning. Deborah, oh, blessed. Do you like my shirt, Deborah? You know what? I'm blessed to get into this because I bought it a month ago. It's cockeyed. Couldn't get into it. It's still cockeyed. Um, but this morning, let's see if I can fit into it. Lost enough weight. There we go. Lenise, good morning. Michael, hey, I'm turning in my letter of recognition. Oh my God, Michael, congratulations. Turning in your letter of resignation today. Love it. Congratulations. Awesome. Um, love it, love it, love it. Off to work. Have a great day. Michael, it's not supposed to be off to work. It's off to quit. Um, give up that fear. Go. Do not, do most people have other lives? Yes, Lenise, everybody has different lives. <clears throat> oh my God, my throat. Everybody, Michael, I literally took on your throat chakra. I know you're not listening right now, but clear that baby up. Um, Linnies, yes, everybody's got lifetimes. Everybody has got multiple lifetimes. Okay. Um, I'm sure we have a few select ones. Possibly, I don't know this without a shadow of a doubt, but I'm sure we do have some people that have come in. This might be their first lifetime, or maybe they've only had a couple. You know, people call them newbies, but I don't know if there's so much newbie is, and maybe their lifetimes have been more innocent. But unless I, you know, I, it's something I think I would have to look into more and look beyond to see more about. 
Um, because I'll tell you what, if you've had a lot of like fairy lifetimes, and yes, guys, fairies, the other world, other planets, every everything is there. Everything you've heard about in other dimensions, it's all there. I'm not, I'm not crazy. It's the truth. It's there. Um, oh, thank you, Miss Sherry. Um, I'll see you tonight, Miss Sherry. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's all there. But again, if you had lifetimes that are maybe not as um eventful, um, you might come in feeling new. This might be a whole new thing, might be the first time you've been here. I don't know. Um, again, that's a whole nother world to maybe ask a hypnotherapist or somebody that deals more in past lives than I do. I'm just I'm a newbie into past life guys here. I'm really just a newbie into this and and exploring my own before I decide to explore anybody else's. Um, but yeah, getting back to that subject of fear, guys, it's uh it's time. It's you know what, at least it's time for me. You'll have to do you know decide on yourself. Are you ready? I have a few fears in this lifetime. How do I not bring them into my next lifetime? Deal with them in this one. Sharon, deal with them in this one. It's exactly it. Deal with your fears in this lifetime. You know, James on Prague wrote in his book, in one of his books. Um, and this is amazing because it's it's a quote I it's it's a statement that he had put in one of his books that I held on to for many years. And well, actually, I'd held on to it for about three years, two years, three years before I actually did it. But he put in there, what you don't finish in this lifetime, you have to finish in another or the afterlife. And he was talking about cigarette smoking and alcoholism and all that type of stuff. And it was basically, if I don't quit smoking in this lifetime, I was going to have to quit smoking in heaven. And how if I wanted to go into heaven and deal with that? You know, oh, I love that word, but I think, uh, I think what I seek in this lifetime is understanding is that we're, no, I think it's completely, it makes total sense to me. Um, so yeah, deal with your, do your fears now, deal with stuff now. You know what? We are here to experience. We're here to understand. We're here to grow. Remember a soul doesn't get all that. And the soul, we have to literally, um, bleed throughs. Oh, I love that, Gordon. I love that. We'll have to talk about more of that when you come in. Um, the soul is very much loving. The soul is very much, um, doesn't know anything but love, a purity. The only way it gets an understanding, the only way it gets a, a fathom of what other things is to come here, to come to different dimensions, to come to different lifetimes and experience it. Okay. So to come here for understanding is totally makes sense to me. So what is it that you're trying to understand? So for myself, I go a little deeper. For this lifetime, I'm going, I got a lot of unrealistic fears. Let's figure what those are, you know, um, and to lose control of those. Because I'll tell you what, as a woman, and maybe as a man too, but I'm a woman. So as a woman, as a mom, as a grandmother, as a nurse that I spent many years of, I've had nothing but control but fear of that control fear of losing that control is huge huge and what will happen if i don't have control well you know what i'm finding out nothing i don't have to have control i don't have to have fear of losing control i don't have to have fear of not controlling everything because like i was seeing in one of my lifetimes this, this past weekend 
when I let go of control, and I let go of control, the only word I had left was blessed. That's all I had left. And I said it repeatedly in that lifetime. How are you feeling? Just blessed. And I woke up, came out of it feeling blessed. And yesterday I went back into some of my old thought patterns while I was stacking wood. Yes, y'all had Easter dinner. I stacked wood, which was awesome because I got to commune with nature and I got to commune with God and my guides and everything like that. And I said, bring me back to that lifetime and that feeling. I just want the blessed. I just want that feeling. And the feeling just took me over. And it was amazing because all of a sudden I didn't care about the control. I didn't care about anything like that. Um, I love it. Gordon wrote, he's in the backstage. He wrote, control told me is an illusion created by man and why sand was invented. Oh my God, I love that. That is awesome. I love that. Perfect. Oh my God. On that note, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to bring in Gordon. This is Jet Renee with School Through Spirit and WLTK. Let's talk digital radio. Be back with you. Diet Renee, Psychic Medium. All of us have questions about our lives, our loved ones, our futures. Diet Renee is here to help answer those difficult questions. Diet excels at working with spirit and is a certified psychic medium through LWISSD. She is a master teacher and well versed in the spirit world. Look, don't trust just any psychic with your deepest thoughts and worries. Trust Diet Renee as she will deliver her very best for you. General readings, past loved ones, finances, your future. Contact Diet now on her website, dietrene.com. That's dietrene.com. Oh my God, I love the new music, guys. You don't even know. I'm over here. I know you guys can see me. I'm over dancing, putting the plus on everything else. But hey, there you go. Um, anyway, this is Jerry back with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. Let's bring in Mr. Gordon Ellis. Got you with your pants down, Gordon. Yeah, yeah you did. Well, almost, I almost. My protein shake. I went, whoa, it says everybody can see you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I did a Tim's run before I went out and uh, I was trying to get on the bike, but it's uh, really cold out here. You were, you, oh, you're kidding me. You could get on the bike up in Canada? Oh, yeah, I ride in minus 12. I, I ride in very cold weather. Yeah. Well, we woke up to snow this morning. Yeah, I did yesterday and I was ready to go on the bike. I was all excited about six o'clock, call the guys up, say, let's go for a ride. And I looked at all the snow. I went, oh, that's just not nice. <laughs> it was so funny because I woke up and well, I was I was up a few times last night and going to the restroom. And on the way to the restroom, there's this big window and I kept seeing white. And I thought, well, we're still in the full moon space. And my brain was going, it's just really big in the sky. And it's like a glare off, off the green grass. And sure. it's not really <laughs> snow. So when I woke up and seen the reality, I was like, oh. 
man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mother Nature down here in Canada and Fort Erie, we're kind of like, I'm close to, I'm right about five minutes from Buffalo, New York. And we're on the lake, so the, the the belt of the snow belt and the weather just goes like this. We get the weirdest weather at the oddest times, you know. And it'll be snowing here. My buddies in you know three towns over say, "Oh, it's sunny and nice and warm." I'm like, "Yeah, come over here for a bit," you know. And yeah, they 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 don't like traveling here in the you know this time of weather. Summertime's good, but this time is it's it's a hit and miss, right? But yeah, I love the ride. I love that. I love that. Is is the border open now or no? Yes. Yes, it is. I did go by Lilydale. Lisa wasn't there. So uh, she will be in May. <laughs> we'll be May and I'll be there in May. Well, yeah, I'll be there in May. I'll come to <laughs> May. Absolutely. Trans class. May. Yes. Trans class. Oh, yeah. Her trans class is, is funny. I, I love the trans class. I did try to trans meet him for the longest time. Yeah. And it, it's interesting watching, you know, new people there's a light that goes up they like they get it you know it's not a performance thing you know because you get you get past the, the part of you know the performance if i'm doing it as well as the other guy or this girl or you know that's there right because once right. you're out of your mind <laughs> if i use that term um you're in the mind of spirit yeah and, you know it's not about possession you know people think you know they see the movies and everything else tv does so much disjustice to you know spiritual work that we do and it's about letting the, the, the opportunity for spirit to open the door to come through. And they only use you if they have an interest with you. There's, there's got to be a connection with you in that spirit. If right. not, they'll go to the other person. That's why some people say, well, I couldn't really connect with this psychic or that medium. I said, well, it's because people on the other side couldn't connect with that person. It wasn't you. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, and I was going to ask you about that. I was actually going to call you a few oh, weeks, anytime. Two weeks anytime. ago. And I didn't. I, um, I should have. Shame on you. <laughs> I should have. And like had another two-hour conversation because I'll tell you what, it was amazing. Um, but a friend of mine who is in Hayward, Wisconsin, which is close to the border. Well, kind of close. <laughs> Closer than California anyway. Yeah. She took me into a meditation of to meet my counsel. It's something I've wanted to do. I'm like, very cool, very powerful. Seeing 12 members, was talking to all of them. And then all of a sudden, it's like, because I'm a medical intuitive, so I've sat for people that have done trance, and I can feel the ectoplasm building in their throat, you know, so I know what it feels mm -hmm. like. All of a yep. sudden, in my own throat, I could feel it. I could hear my voice drop a couple octaves, but I could still hear what was coming out. My, I could hear, I could, it was oh, like yeah. I was yeah, you'll hear, yeah. conversation. I was still in my body. And I was giving, I mean, this, this doctor came through and was like giving medical advice and telling mm -hmm. her what she needed to do. And... I was like, whoa. And then she's like, well, what does she need to do for her stomach? <laughs> it was really cool, though. You know? Yeah, absolutely. The merging of both worlds like that is it's 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 just how it is. I mean, you mentioned when you were, you were talking earlier about uh, souls. I always call it the essence. I always have a thing where I'm a biker guy. I'm down to earth and I just keep things as basic as I can. Right. So when I learned about, you know, the soul and everything else, because everybody talked about soulmates and somebody wanted their husband and his soulmates and. It's not, but you know, right. I always call it the essence, right? So when they have the essence, when the essence merges with the physical body, that split will still carry our will still carry with it our characteristics, our, mm -hmm. humor, our humor, our mannerisms a little bit, right? But the ability for us to interrupt and, and intercede and talk for them, it won't happen. They'll talk, we'll hear, we'll feel our voice move and stuff, you know. So mm -hmm. the transition as a beginner, when you do that, there's a lot of you know, is it in my head? Is it in my head? Am I here? I can still hear myself, you know, and it's very odd when you get, you know, people like, you know, JC Knight and, you know, um, all these other transmediumship that's been doing, that's all they do. That's a different level of transmediumship because they're actually 
completely gone. They're completely averse from what's going on, right? And they're kind of watching the background. So the more you do it, the more that it happened. And I've learned something when, when I was doing it. I always ask, you know, the, the guys I work with, Samuel Sakura, uh, his, his name's Shemuel, but everybody calls him Samuel. says, yeah, we don't care about names. That's fine. Right. And I said to him, I said, you know, how do I know, you know, the, the process of when, you know, they step in and step out? You know, is there any type of worry about this? He said, the only type of worry is man-made worry. You know, and what they mean by that is what's dealt in the physical world that, you know, what we see on TV. You know, right. so spiritualism and, you know, the work they do under that umbrella is so heightened that we have such a miscommunication about it. And, you know, being the, the, the mediums and psychics that we are in the world, it's not just our job just to show them that there's, there's a light beyond the physical in the spirit. And that's still continuous. But to kind of break down the barriers that where we have the fear that you talk about fear that develops yeah. through that, you know. And, and and that fear of letting go and fear of of giving giving in the and the power and that type of thing, you know. So they're always very very worried going into transmediumship at the first point. So it was a good idea to break that down and say, you know, you're not gonna be possessed. They don't go home with you, <laughs> you know. I mean, my my guys go home with me, thankfully, right. you know. But you know, people call me up and say, oh, Samuel's here. I'm like, no, I'm sorry, no, it doesn't work that way, <laughs> you know. But I hope he is because he drives me nuts. So good luck. <laughs> You know, I always laugh because some people go, oh, I've sent my guide to you. Really? Well, why do I want your guide? They're not my guide. You keep exactly. your guide. Yeah, yeah, keep your own people. We have You're a, like eavesdropping on me. Is that why you sent them? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly, right? Your guy's not going shopping with me. Your guy's not going to the bathroom with me. They're right, doing right. not with me. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a funny world at the same time, a serious world, uh, of, of course. But I mean, but. The humor, it's like anything when you're doing um, trans work or when you're doing physical mediumship work and stuff, you know, and, you know, there's so much energy that transferred between the two, you know, and, and if you give time, and that's the one thing we don't have in North America, between Canada and the United States, we always want things like this. Yeah. You know, we want trans session, boom, we're there. Or, you know, you know, it takes years. It takes mm -hmm. years to develop this. You know, when I'm teaching my students, I say, you know, when you're done taking a course, I don't want you going to hang your hat and say, I'm going to do this reading. Do that. No, you take time. You learn from other people. Go somewhere else. Learn from other people. Then when you're ready, because that's my name on their, you know, their voice, right? And I want them to be ready because I, we want clear evidential information. Right. We want things that we're going to get message from spirit that they want to say, not what we want to tell them. Exactly. You know? right. and, that's just, and I'll tell you, what, I have some students that do the same thing. And it, it because we can't control them, they're going to mm -hmm. do what they want to do. But at the same time, I'm like, oh. You know what? You're not at the level. You're not at that point yet. You're just yeah. not. And it's exciting. It it's is exciting. exciting. It's super awesome to say, "Oh my God, I'm doing this. I'm doing that." But it's like, you know what? Spend your time. You know, I mean, if you're in, if you're in the UK, you're going to sit for a few years in a circle before you even get to say a word. Oh, absolutely. You know, you don't get to take a beginner's class and start charging. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's that happens, you're going to jail, you know. Yeah, and it, and it's so different than you know the way they do things in the UK and here. I asked Samuel the one time I said because I, I Arthur Finley, I've 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 spoke to him um different things that were going on and through media and stuff. And at Arthur Finley, they have a certain way to do things. One of my other teachers, uh, Tony Stockwell, very well, very well known guy, right? Yeah. And maybe Spatilla, and I asked, I said, you know. What's the difference between England and here? And Samuel said, he said, it's, it, take it like elements. He said, we're more like 
they're we're more like uh, air and fire. They're more like um, the, the the natural, like the stone, the wood, you know, because they're grounded and they don't want to have the the angels and they don't want to have the limelight to talk about fairies and everything else. They're just the skin and bones of things. Yeah. That's that's it. So the delivery from what we do on our vantage point to their vantage point is gonna be so different. Yes. You know. So, I mean, it's, yeah, absolutely. I mean, timeline, yeah, it takes forever to develop this to be able to say, yeah, I got confidence. I got mm -hmm. a bridge. I can get that. I, can, I can't get that and tell people. I mean, I've had a client in here recently, and I said, look, I got six people. You don't want to talk to me. You need to leave. I don't want to talk to you no more because yeah. they want to hear one person. Yeah. You know, it doesn't always work that way, you know. So my students are like, you tell people leave? I'm like, yeah. 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 I've done before, you know, because I, I, I'm – I'm patient for people sometimes. <laughs> and I probably want to go ride the bike. But I mean, all, all joking aside, if if the person comes in and, you know, they're not connecting or they don't want to connect with those people, because I tell them I can't force people to come from mm -hmm. spirit. Spirit shows up and there's six people she didn't want to talk to in her family. I said, well, that's six people. Well, I don't want to talk to them. I said, well, okay, we're done. Yeah, you know, but I would explain to her this is how things work, you know, and send her on her way. So she wasn't sent away, you know, you know, uninformed. You know, you try to inform them so that they know. And maybe she not may not come back. Maybe she will. You know, it's up to them, right? You know, I always look at them and say, you know, I apologize. I tell my students this. I tell my clients this. I apologize. I appreciate your business. I appreciate you coming to me, but I'm working for the other side. Mm -hmm. You're coming for a mediumship reading. I'm I'm talking to spirit, and this is a spirit that really needed to speak with you for whatever reason. You yeah. know, so let's, even though you don't want to talk to them, let's give them two minutes left. Let's give them that platform because they even found the money to give you to come to me to talk about what you want to talk about. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's give this spirit a chance. And it's so amazing because it has yet to happen. And I'm sure in the future it might change, but it has not to happen that that's the spirit that we spend most of the time talking to yeah. because all of a sudden it's so valuable and it's so relevant and it's what they needed. And it's just, mm -hmm. It's here you go, and they walk around just crying. Yeah, because they didn't even realize that when they didn't want to talk to. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, especially when it's a closure, right? When when things become a closure to them, they don't realize there's a closure that was needed, and you know it. it you know, not only amplifies the fact that you know spirit does go on. We don't stop here. We we we're continued. You know, and there's a closure. They can move on in their physical life to say, yeah, you know. That, that, that works for me. It may not make sense at the moment, but I've had phone calls a month later. Someone called me up. So-and-so said this. I'm like, I have no clue who you are, but I'm glad it worked for you. Crazy person. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how it is, right? I, I do. Because you know what? That just happened to me last weekend. I had people like tell, because my granddaughter for the first time went to an event with me, you know, because there was another little nice, girl. Was, nice. And we're rocking around. They're going, she calls you Nani. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, do you know your Nani changed my life? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I changed your life? I'm not, I'm not taking that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that first situation was like, we went to one of your nanny's classes and all of a sudden we developed this and we quit our day job jobs and we believe in ourselves. I'm like, oh, sorry, I don't remember you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, but I have a student community if you'd like to join. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know what? Absolutely. Because I mean, a lot of times when I ask Samuel, I said, you know, how do I know what I'm saying is right? You know, it, it makes sense. This is a while back. And he said, you know what? Put it this way. He said, when you're doing your channeling, he says, us on the other side, we like to give you a bit of information. He said, just listen to this. I said, okay, go ahead. He says, what we're talking about to that person is none of your business. Mm -hmm. So don't worry if you're right or wrong. I'm like, Bingo. okay. 
And ever since then, when I do transits, I'm not there. I just, I am not there. I sometimes I go somewhere and whatever else in La La Land and, you know, I come back and, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I've been knocked out for a while, but you know, it's a great rest. I slept most of my life doing that. So, hey. you know, I can't wait to put in the time to get to that point. Oh. You know I, mean? I, I, I'll tell you what, I do have a goal. I know it may not be my end result because it's everybody's results are different, but my end result will be to go in there to check out, like, see you later. Bye. Let them talk. I'm absolutely. That's what I'm going. That is my goal for trance. You oh, know I'm going to help you with I, that. I'm loving the listening. Absolutely. I'm loving that part where it's like, it's, am I really saying I, I am enjoying this because at least it's talking, you know, something is coming out of my mouth, yeah. but I want the part where I wake up and somebody's recording. I'm like, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's weird. I listened to Samuel talk once when we were doing a trans session, and for maybe 30, 30 to 60 seconds, I said, that's that's enough. It's too weird for me. Because he sounds like he's from Boston, Massachusetts, the old witch time, that type of era type thing, right? The guys are the bell buckles, right? And oh, it's just his his colloquial word and usage is just, it was just really weird for me to hear. Wow. You know, and I, and I told him, I'm like, you know, that's good. I don't want to hear him. That's That's great. You know, <laughs> which is funny because when I did it with the council, you know, my council, the doctor came through, I came out of that going, no way, no way. Because of course, and you didn't do Lisa's master teacher, but she doesn't some of her other things where you have to write down who are your like favorite people, past or present of mediumship. Like you need, mine is Edgar Casey. bow down. Oh, I will do yeah. this. If I got to meet him, I mean, I would be on, on all fours just praising and kissing his feet. You know what I mean? Great just, guy. Great oh, guy, yeah. For everything. So for me to have a doctor come through, I'm like, yes. Absolutely, right? <laughs> and it makes sense because of the work you did. There's a connection that's there. Yeah. You know, and I've done counseling and, you know, I've, 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 the work that I do and something, I get counselors that come through and talk about it. And sometimes I'm reading, I'm like, I get finished. I'm like, geez, it felt like a counseling session. You know, and, and you know, my wife, she's always like, well, that's what they're meant to do. You know, they put you in a position where you need to be used the most. Yeah. You know, and you're, you're like, you know, okay, that's, that's, that's kind of cool, you know. And, and it's interesting when, when they do that because it's almost like the counsel that you have, if you use my fingers here, yeah. one will step forward and he'll step back. The other will step forward and the other will step back. Mm -hmm. you know? And they'll take turns. So there's no I'm more in charge than the other person. It's all equal um, opportunity to have into that experience to help that person because their their goal on that side is to help you develop. They want you to develop so much so that it can make that connection. It's there. This world we're on, this hell where we are here, it, it's a hard school of knocks. And to get through it, it sometimes takes those spirit workers, us and other people coming on the platform and, and so forth to to help to realize and say yeah there is that place we aren't mm -hmm. here we're here to learn lots it sucks nothing's fair but that's <laughs> the way it's meant to be you know otherwise we wouldn't know what what it, what it is when we get it right well yeah and you know the funny thing is is and you can totally quick correct me if i'm wrong because i have no clue where this comes from but a lot of people will go to me like why you know if this is all true if this is what you believe in is true why is the world so bad right now why is there so much destruction and, it, and god bless i don't know but i told him i said the first thing that ever came to my mind this is before the ukraine happened and all this so this is maybe it changes now but i like you know what we are souls that have been coming to this this planet for eons eons and if you think back in history, if you look at your history, we've always had things happening, always having things happening. But if a soul needs needs things to happen, 
right. to understand, to grow, wouldn't it make common sense that we would make bigger issues, mm -hmm. more dramatic issues? I mean, that was kind of like the first thing that came to me. I'm like, I might be totally wrong on this, but, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I've done that in my own life when I look back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some of the lessons yeah. I had to learn, boy, I didn't learn it the first time. I did it two or three times and made it bigger each time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's interesting when you're talking because, I mean, I'm sure the work you do and, and other people, when you're talking, all of a sudden they want to talk and they have an idea. And I'm, I'm, that's why I'm looking because there's no one here. It's a wall. It's show the people. It's a wall. And and the, the, the thing they talk about, the guys that I talk about, they talk about spiritual growth. And you mentioned about why, you know, the creation, destruction or the whole thing that's going on. And sometimes it'll make what they call nonsense. We use word verbiage that doesn't really coordinate with the English language, but the word nonsense is actually broken into nonsense because we can't right. make sense of it, right? When they talk about the world and what's going on and stuff, it's about spiritual growth and spiritual involvement. And it's on our own level how we can accept and how we can create that, right? Change will only come with everybody. I mean, it's not going to be a blessed place like Venus or something like that where everything works perfect. Right. But it's not, it's not designed to be like that earth our experience here is not designed to be perfect right if it was we wouldn't learn and grow from it spiritually you know and and the way things happen to some people we can't understand because it makes nonsense to us which is spiritual growth on their path right i won't understand yours or lisa's or, or my teacher james or anybody else it, everybody's on their, their different spiritual path but along that spiritual path you take what you you learn from and you make it yours yeah you know, there's so many people I've took courses off and everything else. And people would ask me, why did you spend that much money? I said, well, because it's it's not so much the money, but it's the way I learn and the things I learn from. I learned, yeah, that I won't charge that much. I learned, yeah, I may not do it that way. So I make it mine, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what makes a difference from me, you, everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You right. know, it's, it's really cool because as you're talking about that, in classes and this and that and kind of bringing in what we were talking about a little bit earlier about when you start going professional you know i did free readings i did all that and that was part of my, and when i look back on it and it's so funny because i actually talked to lisa about this not that long ago um when i look back on it i did probably three thousand plus free readings at least three thousand mm. plus free readings i mean i would schedule nine of them on a saturday half an hour session wow. like I think I was destined for like doing events because I was like, I was a glutton for punishment, right, wrong, indifferent. I was going to learn just to, to relax and let go. And I had a like, lot of right, wrong, indifference. Yeah. And I can say before I had my first paid reading, I was international because nice. I had very few clients, free readings in the United States. They were all like Spain, Australia, England, mm -hmm. you know, Canada, wherever. But it wasn't until I'd entered master teacher, I wasn't a professional. When I entered in, matter of mm -hmm. fact, I entered in and then did my first reading for $50. And I think it was like an hour long reading. Um, but it wasn't until I got through that whole process that I went, I feel like I can charge. And I look back at that path of going, not trusting, not this, not that. And then I look back over my whole life, which was a lot of not trust, not this, not believing mm -hmm. I was good enough. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes absolute sense. And then I look at the, when you were talking about like everybody's journey, it's like, yeah, my, my journey was always about not trust and fear, not trust, fear, control, giving up control, mm -hmm. all of that, you know, and how I put myself on my own path to do that. Mm -hmm. So. And, and it coordinates with life as well, like what's going on in life as well with that. With my, it was, uh, I think it was confidence. 
You know, yeah. so I used to think I was, I used to think I was schizophrenic. I used to talk to things when I was a kid and see things come through the door and, and nobody would see it. And I was always told I'm crazy. It's something wrong. So I, I, that's why I got into psychology because I thought I was schizophrenic and found out I wasn't that everybody else is nuts. <laughs> it made me feel better. Right. <laughs> but yeah, your, your journey and everybody's journey. And you know, the, the um, comparison factor is one of the things you also have to get away from. Cause I always said, well, I want to be like that. or I want to be like this. I want to be like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and get away from comparison because it's not about who's better. Mavis Batilla said something. And I love watching YouTube because I watched Gordon Higginson's my guy, go-to guy, by the way. Passed away. Amazing, amazing. He was a Mavis Batilla's teacher. And Mavis had said something. And it, kind of, it always stuck with me because I'm in a rural area here, kind of small town type thing, right? And she says some mediums are not meant to be international, but they're just as good being mm -hmm. at home where they are. You know, some of my students, when they come to me, the first thing I ask them, I said, what do you want to do with this? What's your goal? I want to be famous. I said, not going to happen. No, I said, no. you need to go and do something different. Mm -hmm. Because they, they have this uh, this illumination that, you know, where did, I said, you know, it's about time, place, and placement where mm -hmm. you are. You're in California. You're better chance of doing it because of whatever that's there, right? If you're a rural area, it's a little harder that's there. So you have to work different, right? I mean, like you, I mean, I do readings all over and I find that when I get calls from India or from Sweden, I think they're weird because I'm like, isn't there someone closer to you? Why <laughs> <laughs> like, you call If you ask them how they found you, they'll tell you, you, you can't, I searched medium and you were the number one. Yeah. How? Yeah. I how was that number one? one? I see all the psychic call chats. I'm like, I'm not like a fourth on the road. What am I? Like, I don't get it. Right. I have people tell me, well, I don't know how I got your name, but I just woke up. I need, I need to call you. There's a there's a number. I said, well, okay, that's just weird. But yeah, that's how it works. And it's not magical. And that's what people get away from. It's not about magical. It's not about, you know, walking around and, and you know, and, and Omega Center. I always call it the, um, the Hippieville. Love Omega Center, right? People I get there, but it's so relaxed. And I think when you get in an environment of relaxation and in the work that you're doing, you're able to open up and, and experience more and learn more because you're able to accept it as a non-confrontational thing where you right. have to perform, yeah. you know, to performance anxiety. There's other things you have to worry about, right? So yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a long transition. People have to realize a long transition and becoming a, a professional medium, you know, yeah. psychic because I do the psychic work as well. And when you get into teaching, because you have to have the confidence and the knowledge and the, the delivery of mm -hmm. how you how you do that type of stuff. You know what um, I mean? I'm, I'm telling you what, when I finish with Lisa next month, I'm definitely calling you up to continue my journey. You oh, know what absolutely. I mean? Because to me, it's not sit down and just go. To me, it's practice, let go. You know, again, mm -hmm. sitting there and practicing. You yeah, know, I got, I got, I'll have the skills to do it. Yeah, but I'm not going to feel like I need have the experience to do it. You know what I mean? And go deeper. I remember uh, Lisa asked me to come out to her class um, for uh, trans mediumship. I came out the winter time. It's a great time. And yeah. I got in trouble from Manu, <laughs> one of the guys on the <laughs> channels. And, and he says, I don't know why I keep doing this. You, you should stop taking these classes. You need to start teaching. Stop doing this and just teach. I said, I know, but I like this type of stuff. I like watching. He says, but you already, you don't need this anymore. And I'm like, Great, I just got in trouble. <laughs> Not in a bad way. It's just spirits directing you. You just, you know, trust yourself, trust the environment, trust this to go forward with that type of thing, right? So yeah, absolutely. I mean, COVID put a big ding in everything, but it's coming back where it's, you know. I think COVID came not because of just everything in the physical world or thing, but in the spiritual sense of things, everybody needed a break. I even called Lisa and said, Hey. I don't feel like doing anything. I have no gumption. I want to talk to anybody. She's yeah, I know. In the same way, me and Chris are going away. I'm like, yeah. Well, where are you going? 
know, right? Now but, your ride's going to get further to Sears. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh my, oh my gosh. Right. But it it's just a gets break. warmer. You're good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good break for everybody. And, and now we're we're into the environment that's going on here. You mentioned um, about control. Yeah. And I've always seen the the, the verse of control. And I asked, I asked Samuel, I said, you know, I said, when you talk about control, I said, what do you what do you mean by? He said, control. He says, an optical illusion. He said, that's why sand was created. That's why I was mentioned to. Yeah. If you hold sand in your hand, you can't hold it. Yeah. It, it always escape, right? And that's why roller coasters were also invented, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of good. But don't we have some direction? He says, yes, you have direction, but not control. Yeah. He said, the word usage. And they're very big over there for some reason for word usage. Because the word usage, he said, in your delivery, you speak about delivery. When you deliver the word usage in a way that the person will misunderstand, that you won't get the correct, you know, format of the the conversation. I'm like, wow. Um, okay, I want to I want to talk to you guys no more. <laughs> yeah. But it's because it's educational. It's yeah. educational, you know, and you know, and and it's 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 a fantastic thing when you when you think about students learning and you know wanted to learn and where they're pushed to learn and who to learn from you know yeah so it's great and I, I love that now I know this is kind of weird at this point to ask you because normally I do it like at the very beginning but for some reason spirit was like we need to have a conversation people I want people interested in like the conversation with you sure now tell them who you are does that make sense other than your name Gordon Ellison because. Yeah. Everybody's got that journey. You know, everybody's got that journey. And you I know this how I going, oh my God, is he like a guru, been doing this since birth? Blah, oh, God, blah, blah, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just tell people like two minutes of this quick path, how you got to this. Well, okay. I'm not I'm not a guru. I always tell people I'm not a guru. So I always want to be the student. I always yeah. want to look at being the students. Getting into this past, when I was about six years old, I had a, a gentleman come up to me, um, a very well-dressed gentleman, as a spirit gentleman, and he came to me and said, when you're, 60, when you're 26, you're going to die. Mm -hmm. And after that, every time my birthday came by, he came by and reminded me, you know, when you're seven years old, you're like, okay, you go play your toys. Right. When I was 16, 17, I started getting worried, right? And I tell my family, they're like, no, you're fine, you're fine. On my 26th birthday, he didn't show up. And I remember being underneath the, the car uh, fixing the idle arms, which is the um, steering wheel. <laughs> and my hair was longer yeah i had long hair go to powwows and stuff right and i heard someone tell me get out from under the car and they called my name and my sisters and all their friends were drinking inside the, and i was in the bar because i don't drink right so i was in the bar and fixing the car and it happened you know three or four times that the fourth time i felt someone grab my legs and then i disappeared i was on a plane and i love fighter planes i love planes i was on a plane i was looking out the window and i had a guy rolling up the the steward he rolled up with a cart and he says gordon he said you make up your mind i, I went to say yeah i'll have a soda and instead i said yes i think i'll stay and as soon as i said that i felt my back burn i heard the car slam i flip over really quick and my brother who died of crib death before and i never met him stand in front of me and said hey how you doing disappeared right took me two weeks to go back get my car but <laughs> I think it would take me longer than two weeks. Yeah, like, exactly, right? the car. <laughs> yeah, have it. It's all right. It's all done. I'll get another one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah. at that point, I mean, I was reading everything and anything I get my hand on with, with mediumship, psychic stuff, your ghosts, especially because I have so much experience with spirits and stuff, you know. And and I remember when I was a kid, I saw James Van Prague on TV. And the, the mustache, he's doing this. You know, and I said, I'm going to meet that guy. And I never knew why I said that. I would say weird things like that. And I always said, you know, I saw Tony Stockwell at the same time. He was doing a show called Street Me a Psychic Medium. And I said, if I've been on a show with both of those guys, I'd I, I love that. I'd love to meet both of them, right? So 
Right. Hands down, I went and saw James Van Prague in Toronto. Um, and long story short, we weren't supposed to talk. We were supposed to leave. And he, you know, there's about 10 of us left. He says, hey, anybody want to want to? Want to talk? I'm like, yeah, absolutely, right. I'm very, I'm very quickly going into this thing here. So I end up taking a, 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 a you know, a liking to James. He, he got to know me type thing. And then there was a, a program came at the Mega Center where James and Honey were teaching together. So I took the program. I went over to a Mega Center. And the first thing I said to James, I said, "Look, you may not remember." He said, "Well, yeah, actually, I do." I said, "Well, I don't want to waste your time because I'm not that type of person. Either I have it or I don't." He said, "You wouldn't be here if you didn't." And he said, "Yes, you do. You need to be here." And so I stayed and then and it took off from there and I've been taking all kinds of courses from James. It was actually the first one on his website um, recommended as, you know, one of his mediums and type stuff. Right. And you grow and you, you expand and you take courses from Tony and Mavis Patilla and Paul Jacob and all these different people. And I've always been the type of person that take courses from people who are legitimately bone to this. What I mean, bone to this is deep down within their soul, their essence, what they want to do. Because I want to figure, I've taught martial arts for a long time. And I thought, you know, I want a teacher that have a lineage to it. That mm -hmm. you know, and then I knew I, I met Lisa. I don't know, I met her at Lilydale. For some reason, I just heard about this girl. And I went up and brought her flowers and dropped them off. Poor kid, her son thought I was some weirdo, and I dropped my say there's a free mom, you know, and stuff. And got to know Lisa after that, you know, and it's just been this this whole journey ever since then, teaching and, you know, and do what I'm doing. And now I've gotten really heavy into physical mediumship. Yeah. Also, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And like now you're one of Lisa's experts. Well, I wouldn't call an expert. I call it pain in the ass, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, no? Yeah. <laughs> I write a course on certain subjects, she calls you. You know what I mean? Well, I appreciate that. I really do. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know? so, which I think is amazing, you know? Mm -hmm. I just wanted to pe people to sh see that, you know what, it's like, we all have that journey. We all have that, where do we start? We all have that moment, Yeah. You know what I mean? but we all have several moments, mm -hmm. you know? And it's funny because, you know, of course I've heard this story because you told me the story before um, about how, you know, you wanted to meet this person, this person someday, blah, blah, blah. Well, I didn't get the chance to tell you that night we talked and, and I just remembered again is, you know, who Denise Lillian is, obviously mm -hmm. you've probably met her. I have not. Um, and it's not that I have this longing desire to meet her because I'm not this person that wants to meet every famous person. You know what I mean? I didn't even know who Lisa was, but I own several of Denise Lynn's books. Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, Denise Lynn's book was probably the second book I ever bought. And I was, I've read the first like three pages multiple times. I can never get past it. And I always hear you can't read her books until you meet her. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Why? Why? I have given up reading her books like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, just, every time I hear that, not until you not until you meet her. So I'm waiting for the day. Now that I've heard your story that you've met your people, like I'm going to get to meet Denise. One oh, yeah, time. absolutely. Because spirit, spirit will, will create that opportunity. And it'll be the weirdest thing is, you know, what, what happens, right? I mean, it's just Dalai Lama. I wanted to meet the Dalai Lama. I went to Buffalo <sighs> University to go see him speak and here he's driving by me he's waving at me. i'm like i just waved at the dalai lama that's kind of cool <laughs> you know well, i got that same thing going you know what i got i didn't get him to wave at me i met somebody did a reading for somebody that literally lived in thailand back you know when she went to study obviously he'd been gone but her home was like right across like she could see through oh, the no window kidding. That's and I'm cool. like, that's don't cool. tell me that's as close as i'm gonna get to the dalai lama <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like, don't tell me that's as close I'm going to get. Absolutely. You know, you know it's, it's really interesting. <laughs> I had a lady read for me. Uh, well, I read for me. I read for her. She's from India. She didn't have much money, you know, in India there. I said, you know, I said, whatever you got. So let's, let's go with this. And, and she was so thankful. She said, I want to give you a gift. I said, well, I'm going to put her a challenge because I didn't want the gift. Right. I, said, I want you to get me beads from the Dalai Lama temple. I want you to give me some Buddhist beads. She, okay. Son of a bugger. Does it not show up in the mirror? Here you go. Thank you very much. I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. This is cool. <laughs> this is cool. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not so much about, you know, you know, saying I want this, I want this. It's spirit's going to say, okay, we're going to make this connection because there's something they're going to learn from that person. There's yep. some information that person's going to help them to kind of elevate them a little bit more and then elevate them a little bit more, you know. Yeah. And then someday we may turn around and be the spirit guides to someone else, you know, and, you know, help those people and say, yeah, you can do it. Keep going. You're going to get through. Keep going. Right. There it is. You got yeah. it. Awesome. You know? I think that's why in this lifetime I'm pushing so hardcore to like learn, get over fears, learn control, blah, blah, blah. And so that when I am a guide in the next lifetime, I do a good job. Because yeah. I think the last time I might have screwed somebody up. Are <laughs> <laughs> you and me both? <laughs> They're like, what the hell are you doing? You know, my sense uh -oh. of direction isn't so good. So when I was supposed to say take a right, I said take a left. You know, it didn't end well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Samuel's telling me, he said, well, you need to keep a little jar. I don't know, with the you know, the, the, the time jars that they have on the table um, when you flip them upside down to get yes. sand in them. He says, use that as a as a, a psycho, not a psychological thing, but a subconscious thing for your fears. So it kind of reminds your subconscious that you have no control. There's no control, yep. and it's okay to let go. Yeah, you know, it's okay to let go. And it's just it's funny how when spirits come through, there's a team, like you say, there's a team. There's an Indian guy that that did go, that did go. I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. You know, that yeah. did go. Because when we try to make it work, and we try, that's the, the word try. We block the opportunity. Yeah. You, you know. Do. Yeah, and Lisa's always a big one for saying, uh, how, how is it she's saying that um, release? No, she's saying there's a word she uses that I can't remember for some reason. But it's almost like give in. Just give give in. Just let go. Yeah. And, and don't, go. Don't, yeah, and don't don't try. Just just be go with it. I tell my students this when they're having a hard time, I said, play it like a game. Yeah. Who cares you get it wrong? I don't care. Say whatever's on your mind. Mm -hmm. And then you're so amazed because they're all of a sudden there's something that comes through and like wow, that's really cool. That's really cool. And it is. I mean, and this is, I can talk about this because Lisa, you know, I've asked Lisa and Lisa said I can talk about this reading I did for her because A, it was a public, it ended up being a public demonstration at the stump during Master Teacher. Nice. <clears throat> and um, of course we're doing it with our own students, but there are also some people sitting there and we were doing links, double linking, you know, but the mm -hmm. way she does it is, you know, this one starts the link, this one finishes it, you yep. know what I mean? And and of course, this one starts and I jump in and I, back then I had so much fear, so much, you know, I would get in my head so bad. And all I can remember is looking at her and I'm looking at a flipping, flipping leprechaun dancing its way down the aisle. <laughs> and, I'm going, and me and Lisa had already gotten in a habit. Now she'll tell me she didn't yell at me like she didn't square. Oh, to my head, I heard somebody screaming, but she, to her, oh, yeah. me, I been screaming, but it's, yeah, get the F out of your head because you know, like, <laughs> I need that kind so of shock therapy, like, oh my God. And she said, oh my God, just get out of your head and just say it. And I'm like, fine, fine. And she's like, what? And I said, you're a fudging Brit. You know, I'm using the exact words. It's radio. Yep. I probably shouldn't use that. And she goes, I am. And I said, then why the F am I seeing a flipping mare flipper con dancing down there? She goes, I can take that. I went, oh, hell no. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, no, don't tell me you can take the leprechaun. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
and it ended up being like you know i mean the, the reading was very natural because after she said yeah i can take it i just even with as nervous as i was but almost defiant like i'm just gonna say everything i get yeah because this is just totally out of the, this is crazy you know what i mean and blah 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 and i'm saying it and blah 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 and i said and what the hell is it with a flipping shillelagh and lisa's mouth went how often does Lisa's mouth do that? I mean, yeah, very rare. <laughs> rare. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, hell no, you did not just say shillelagh. You know what I mean? And it ended up being a beautiful reading about summoning her family and blah, blah, blah. Perfect. Anyway, the next day, she brings in a shillelagh. No kidding. And she goes, this is the shillelagh that it gave me. And it hangs on my by my front door. That's so cool. And I went. Absolutely. Wow. But then I found out, and I should have realized this, England is not normally, they're not typically English because they're a melting pot. They're originally melting right. She's actually from Wales. I mean, the yeah. family descent is Wales. And I went, oh my God, the leprechaun is total sense. Mm -hmm. But because, you know what, I wasn't willing to let go. And people need to realize that sometimes you just have just oh, yeah. whatever comes through. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I see more leprechauns and readings now than I ever have before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's not uncommon. Yeah, absolutely. No. Absolutely. I got a I got a stump in the back of my yard. There's a little stump I was talking about getting rid of it. And you know, I never I never believed in fairies in that stuff. Like because I'm I'm kind of the guy down to earth. I gotta see to believe it, you know. Come on, I'm a, I'm a fairyologist, you know. I yeah. broke I but broke during virtue. I broke absolutely. her, I took her class, she quit. <laughs> yeah, and, and I get reminded when I when I say this, but it, it's I, I met a fairy and <laughs> All pun intended. Just get away from the puns. I was in Omega Center, and one of my friends was a, a, a fairyologist, and she was from California. And she said, "Gordon, there's a fairy on your shirt." I'm like, "No, there's not." I said, "Whatever." I thought it was a spider. I'm looking down. It's like spiders. I was looking down, right? And she took a picture of it. Sure enough, like the you know little Tinkerbell thing on my shirt. She showed James. James, like I'd never seen that in my whole life. I'm like, that is the weirdest thing. So now I got the stuff in the back, and I keep getting this thing in my head. I got to build a little house back there. I got to build. Mm -hmm. a little back there let's talk about taking it out and someone said no you got to build a house i'm like oh my god okay i'll build a little house back there so yeah. yeah and you know the weird things we see is weird when spirits directing us go at it just go at it who cares you know people think you're crazy who cares world's crazy anyways right mm -hmm. and you'll find that the energy will change in the yard you know where you're having you know issues with grass and stuff it'll change because it'll change that whole dynamic of thing it's weird but yes it does happen exactly and people just don't, I mean, people don't realize, and I, I hate to say it, this world of ours, um, and I do say of ours, it's of everybody's, you yeah. know, but when you walk into mediumship, you're really walking into the world of the unknown. Yeah. World of letting go of control, world of letting go of fear, world of unknown. You're just letting it happen. Yeah. But when you allow that to happen, all of a sudden the rest of that world starts to open up. Yeah. You know, because you've already given up to say I'm crazy. You know, <laughs> weirdos, what else is there? Absolutely right. Be a child again. That's where it goes yeah. back. Be a child again. So when we were children, everything we knew was there. You yeah. know, as we grew up, we're told oh, that's not real, that's not real, that's not real. Right now we have yeah. the advantage of some people and the work that we do. We're we're saying, yeah, our, our grandchild or this child sees that. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. Believe in them. Because if you take away their belief in what they're seeing, it won't exist anymore. Exactly. You know? Exactly. 110%. I want to go back to something else you commented to me when I was talking about fears and past lives and this and that. And you brought you brought through bleed throughs. What were you talking about with that? 
Yeah, I never believed I in class it, life but progression it was like before. I said it, and I didn't. I didn't explain it to people, so I'm like, oh, they're all probably going, what? It's going to be the one hang up. She said, please. please, 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 please. <laughs> so we need to bring that. You forgot that part. You forgot yeah, what the You know, learn about um, um, past life regressions and you know hypnotherapies and stuff like that. Um, I, I had a hard time believing because everybody, you know, it's a past life regression. I was Cleopatra. I'm like, well, no, you're not Cleopatra. Cleopatra's Cleopatra. You're not her, right? But we do experience different things in our own sense. And Samuel said it's like a, a bike. If you look at a bike and the spokes are at the very center and you have spokes going back and forth on top and underneath, you're the very center. And we go through our lives in these spokes. Each one's a different road. And those spokes on the outside lead back into a different past life. So right. what happens when we go into that, we, we ride that rail, that little spoke that's going out there. We hit that little top and we end up going back or going forward into a life. Now, when we bring through um, past lives bleed throughs, what they refer to that is like someone has all of a sudden they wake up and they have a fear of socks for some reason, 32 years old, don't want to be around socks, can't have it, right? There's there's something that happened in past life which happened that and, and I explained to, you know, in, in, this, in the studies of that, I said sometimes when you have in, a, in an experience where someone either stuff a sock in your mouth, spun you with a sock, or it was a, a you know a horrific thing, you're raped or some type of thing, in a past life and you pass from that, you carry that experience through with your subconscious. Your subconscious will hold on to that. Now, I've had it where I've done past life regression and hypnotherapy where people would turn around and say, you know, what's going through? And they'll realize that and like, oh, I don't have a fear of someone putting their hand here anymore. It's gone. Because mm -hmm. what you realize in this world, in the physical of this lifetime, where it comes from, it, it, it just fades away because our soul doesn't need it, our essence doesn't need it. It's an experience we already had, right? Yeah. So that's what's what they, they, they refer to as bleed throughs. And people talk about, you know, I don't know, I met this person and for some reason I just, I can't, I can't, I can't stop thinking about it. I said, well, you're related to them or there's a, a relationship there that you never let go of. And there's a lost love maybe that was there, you know, and you passed early, but lost love or lost her or them or whatever it was, right? So right. those are bleed throughs. That's what they, they refer to as bleed throughs. And we can recognize the bleed throughs. Then we can recognize what's, what's happening. You know, right. very, very fast, very fast story. Um, I, I had this issue about abandonment for the longest time. You know, and my thought was my lifetime theme and everything else. I was at James, um, James um, Corsa one time, and he did past life regression. And I remember being a young soldier, and I saw myself physically. I saw myself as, as a young soldier in in uh, the the, uh, the red coats, blue coats, that type of thing, that type of era. I remember the white long socks on me. I remember I had the the thing here, the bayonet. I remember standing in front of my mom telling her I was going to go, and she's crying. And the war was going on, and it happened behind the house. There's a, a, a church there. There's a house that was here. And behind the house was a little field. And it had a little embankment like this and down, and the other people were on that side. And I was with these my friends, and we're shooting, shooting, shooting. And all of a sudden, I remember they all ran up the charge, and they, they went. And I, I turned, and I looked up, and I was floating. I was lifting up like this, and I was wondering why they left me. Mm -hmm. well, what happened? I got shot and killed with a bullet, and I didn't know why. And at that point, so that bleed through kept coming through my lifetime i couldn't figure out why i kept having those abandonment issues when i like being alone <laughs> it's just me right but yeah yeah i i get it because in my lifetime it's been a lot of different issues mm -hmm. you know really un and literally since starting hypnotherapy going back it's like oh my god this makes sense oh my god this makes sense you know i mean grant you i'm fast tracking it you know i mean yeah I don't suggest everybody just go get hypnotherapy done because it's not going to 
per se cure everything. It takes time. It, it's not like you walk and get hypnotized and you know you come out just healed because you're not. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. It's a lot of revelations and understandings that go with it. But I am finding that with everyone that I go into, it's like, wow, this makes sense. This really does correlate to this lifetime. Right. This was really there, and which yeah. is amazing. You and know? it can happen through meditation as well. Yeah. You can get that. You mentioned it in the meditation. Sometimes you got that, that spark going, oh, my God. You yeah. know, and that's what happens, right? But when you start understanding, like you said, uh, hypnosis isn't the cure for all things. And, and it's not taken lightly because it, it's something that, you know, everybody wants to find out what it was in a past life. What was in a past life? Because, you know, you may have been a fish. No, you weren't a fish. A fish is a fish. You don't, you don't digress as a fish like the Buddhists talk about when you go back to being a worm. If you've done things, you know, repeat yourself, right? But it's your experience in that family function. And you can choose to stay out of the family dynamic function and choose a different dynamic family function. Mm -hmm. You know, and the, and the counsel that you go through before you come here and they go like this with their hands and there's a chart and you go through your life chart and say, I don't want that. I'll take that. Okay. I don't want that. Well, okay. That's for live. You're, you're born and you die. That's the, the base thing. I mean, we, we talk about die because I'm just using it as a reference, but we're only born and born out. We're only one years old. We'll never ever have another birthday. Yeah. Right. We're born back to spirit, born in from spirit, you know, and your revelation to, you know, your idea of who was I before then, you know, think about what you want to do in the future instead of think about the past because it's always there. We learn from the past and we move to the future. And in that understanding of who I was once, what do you want to change in this life that you don't like about yourself? That's what you carry through with you. What right. is it that you don't want to change, right? And, and yeah, it's, it's eye-opening sometimes. Yeah. Well, like I was telling my, you know, the lady that hypnotized me, I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're the potato farmer or if you're, you know, like you said, clear, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. One person just might have been talked about a little bit more in history because they screwed up a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked to have been Chatham Tatum, but hey, no. You know, <laughs> oh, wait, next lifetime you can say you were. I'll you try. Know, <laughs> it's experiences. It's, oh, my God, that's what I got from this. That's it. That mm -hmm. really is it you yeah. know, at the end of the day and the experiences. You know, yeah. so. and, and I think people should keep a track of, like, your dreams and your experience and your meditation mm -hmm. because there's messages that are in there. And some directions that are there, you know, family members that come in there and people think, well, sometimes a dream is just a dream. Yes. But it's when interaction with spirit comes in, whether it's a family member or, you know, some person's giving you a, mm -hmm. you know, a bit of information. Use that. Go with that. Trust in that. Well, I'm going to take that to heart because I do firmly believe that. But over the last <laughs> week, actually the last five days, I in one dream. I was with some family members, have no clue which family members, but I met Ozzy Osbourne. They're like, you're going to meet Ozzy. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah, cool. you're going to meet him. And I'm like, and it's Ozzy of today, not Ozzy of like yesteryear. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that. I'm going to meet Ozzy. And then a uh, couple of nights ago, it was the family getting together to think about a family vacation. Nice. And somebody goes, let's go to Atlantis. And I said, let's go. So we booked a, we, we booked to go to Atlantis. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And it. run with it. Run with it. Yeah. Because it's not far-fetched. It's no. not far-fetched, you know. And it's just, it's great the people we get to know and link into because of what they do in their different, um, you know, mediumship or, or psychic work that they do. You yeah. know, I have a friend, you know, she works just with, you know, musical people that pass over on the other side. You know, I say, hey, Prince wants to give you a message. I'm like, oh, cool. Right? And, and it's not you know, wishful thinking and people kind of think, oh, that's kind of horse crap, you know, kind of doesn't make sense. But if you're not going to be open to the idea of possibilities, then of course it's going to be nonsense to you. And, and it's, it's not our job to convince people. 
and it's not and you know what but i'll say it's not their job to convince us either exactly because i've had that where i sat down with somebody at a, at a house party mm -hmm. and of course everybody wants to talk to their loved ones you're like okay like give me a name i'm gonna ask i cannot can't promise blah 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 let's right. fast track this sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't thank god that day a lot of it worked this lady last one goes i said okay who do you want to talk to because you know we got like a half an hour and i'm out mm -hmm. and i'm sausage because i want to talk to prince you want what <laughs> i'm like do you know him nope I'll try. <laughs> That's all I can do. I don't know. And I'll tell you what, he came through and I was blown away. And I'm like, I don't know how I can prove this to you. And he literally, and I didn't know why she wanted to talk. And he literally came through with lyrics to a song I've never heard, mm -hmm. never anything. I'm getting the lyrics because, you know, I'm clear audience. And I'm like, okay, blah, blah, blah. I give her all the lyrics. She starts bawling. Yeah. I'm like, okay what is this you know like really you know because i was in disbelief like no no mm -hmm. no not happening and after the ring was done i looked at her and she's like they i'm like what and she's like that song he recorded but it was at the very beginning of his career like very beginning oh okay. she was like i'd listen to it and it really changed my whole life mm -hmm. and she was just like she wanted him there so she could say thank you for you know changing and that was the song that did it. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, at, from that moment on, I had to be in the non-disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they're just people. They're just souls. Yeah. That's it. That's all there. And that's what it is. Yeah. And that's one of the things. That, there's a thing called, uh, one of the books I'm, I'm talking about uh, writing is called The Laws of the Universe. And one of the laws of the universe, you have to remember that you're human first. Mm-hmm that's done for everything you know and it doesn't matter who you are as human for being human first then everything comes beyond that you know so well, yeah absolutely so it makes sense yeah people don't realize when prince comes back he's not going to probably come back as this big powerful known to the world musician with a symbol mm. yeah he'll probably come back as a potato farmer yeah absolutely right Go, hee -hee. <laughs> <laughs> and can't sing a tune yeah <laughs> absolutely I, I believe that yeah absolutely you know he, we don't realize that. Yeah, and and and, and you know what? It's 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 interesting when ourselves working the work we do, we get that validation from spirit. We're like we're we're in our head for a moment there. We're like, hey, it doesn't make sense. But all of a sudden, that person because that information goes there, they validate that's there, and that makes that connection a little stronger. And like, oh, okay, I don't know the lyrics, but that's how they come, you know. And and I have so many. And you have this world where people, you know, the media is so hard, like it was back in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, you go on Facebook and look up this and this and this. Now, I literally, religiously, never look up anybody when I have a reading or a client or whatever that's there because I think it does disservice the spirit. Yep. You know, and you have these people who are, are quick to want to be famous that will take that in that disregard. And you get information like this. People say, well, how's that possible? You talk to Prince. Well, yeah, it is possible because he's only a spirit. He's only a human. That's mm -hmm. what he is first. Yeah. Put him on a pedestal. Not everybody else. He didn't put himself up there. Everybody else put him up there, right? Yeah. But exactly. yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 110%, because I'll tell you what, I've talked to probably more celebrities in death than I've ever talked to in life. Mm -hmm. But they come through as one soul is the same as the next soul. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And half the time, I don't even know who I'm talking to mm -hmm. until after the fact. And they're like, it's like I've, talk, I've talked to, to Elvis. Didn't even know I talked to Elvis. Right. I'm like, How do I know? Well, dad, her dad, who I was talking to, was friends with Elvis back in the day. 
and of course for you know blah 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 it was just like evidence you know that's it that was just evidence Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i went whoa though that's cool but i didn't find out until after the fact i mean yeah he didn't come in screaming blue suede shoes (laughs) 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 you know but he came through evidence that she knew that i wouldn't know and i couldn't go live my life dependent on it yeah, and that's what it comes down to is, is the evidence. And that's that's one thing people have to remember. You know, like we can't control a lot of things because it's out of control. But there's a show called The Other Side. And I remember watching a long while back, and there's five um, trans mediums on there. And I kind of took a, 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 a funny quote about this. This one girl had to get changed because her guy didn't like the way she was dressed because he's a guy, right? Well, yeah. this one thing was this girl that she says, well, she, trans, she, she channels John Lennon. And so the guy, the host, got John Lennon's best friend, and he didn't tell her. But then he wanted to try and see if he can debunk her and stuff. And and sure enough, this chick who's trans, who's transing John Lennon, was talking about a pub and, and everything else with this guy that you know. And, and the guy on the phone's like, "Yeah, man, that's that's what we did. That's that's him. That's John. John would only say this. John would always so there's characteristics and mannerisms that they would use we don't know about. Mm-hmm. You don't give their evidential information, right? So yeah, absolutely on point. Good stuff. And that's that's one huge thing people don't realize. You know, they just don't, you know, that's all evidence. It's all evidence. And and through your trans, one thing I'll say, if you you don't mind, through your trans, um, I have the opportunity, and I've I've taught it as well, that when you're doing trans and that person comes through, they may use you to stand up and give that person a hug. You know, they may come through. And again, it's not about possession. People get the wrong idea about possession. That's, you know, it only happens in the Catholic people. A lot of other religions don't have it. So I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, the Catholics just said we're the real thing. We can't. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, there, there's, a, there's a joke that goes on in heaven about, you know, the, the Buddhists that go up to heaven and, you know, they, they say, well, you know, your door's are number six. You know, go by number five and don't say not to be very quiet. And, you know, for a few other religions, go by number six, number eight, number ten. Don't, don't. Don't say not around number five. I'm like, why? So, well, that's, that's room for the Catholics. They're the only ones that think they're there or do anything, right? So, yeah, 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 true thought. <laughs> I always think of Catholics exercising. So, yeah, <laughs> Stan said, I could never get it right. I and I was Catholic. So don't, don't let anybody kill us because no, I was no. raised Catholic, but you, you know. know, the Catholic people are amazing people. I, I don't mind the religion. I just, to me, as a kid, I, I, I was that lucky child that didn't have to go to church. I, although I was Lutheran and baptized Lutheran and confirmed Lutheran. Mm-hmm. And Sundays, I was never home. I was always at somebody else's house. You right. know, I was spend the night. Of course, their family would go to church. So, I mean, I was at the Jew- Jewish temple. I was, <laughs> I was at them all. But I can remember every every time I had to go to my friend's house that were Catholics, I'm like, I don't want to go to church. Why? <laughs> it's exhausting. It's and cold. I can't figure it out. And now I'm confused. And they would just look at me. I'm like, when do I, how do you know? You know? Mm-hmm. And they I would just never laugh. figured out I didn't put padded seats on the chairs. Like, who would not think of that? Yeah. You know? And then I started thinking, well, the envelope, the, the door at the end had a little slit was God's mailbox. And I started thinking about everything else. And yeah, it was it was not good, especially after seeing The Exorcist when you were seven years old. You go to church and they start talking Latin after speaking English. You like a cat in the box, right? Trying to get up in the middle of people. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, it's just it's awesome. I don't know. Religion's religion. It is what it is. And I will tell you, after my experience at many different churches growing up, they're not much different. So that was what I got when I walked away. Like. Hmm. Can't we just create one big religion? Because other than the stand up, sit down thing, they're all saying the same thing. 
Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's, that's where I learned about spiritualism. You know, you're taking about everything else, taking whatever you like, and it fits you, that fits you. It's not It's not no different saying, well, you're right and I'm wrong. It's just what it is. You know, we have the same road. We're going different directions on that road, but we're going to end up the same place at the, th at the end of everything, right? I love that. I, I honestly love that. You know, I have one more question before I let you go. Yes, absolutely. Brought, we were talking about past lives and, and the bleed throughs and all of that. Somebody brought up cord cutting from trauma to past life. Do you believe cord cutting works? Yes. Simply just cord cutting, or do you feel they have to have an understanding of it in order to cut? There has to, I, I think I'm a firm believer in, in helping people to understand the process. Mm -hmm. You know, much like when you're smudging, people just, I see them go around, and I'm Ojibwe, and I see people go around the stick and they're going like this. I'm like, there's more to it than what you're doing. There's actually more to it than what you're doing. So the, the cutting of the cord process, if someone doesn't understand the cutting of the cord process, it's, you know, okay, I'm going to cut the cords. Okay, I'm done. I'm scissoring. I'm cut. Going through the process, because it becomes very intentional, very emotional, there mm -hmm. has to be the physical attributes tied to the cord cutting because mm -hmm. it's, it's not so much. It's almost as if, you know, your favorite person in the family passed away. How, how hard that is, how, how, you know, how deep that feels, right? But when we're cutting cords, everything i love the i love the word death i love the word um because it's, it's it talks about separating and and removing and and getting rid of things we don't need right and when you're doing that cord cutting it's releasing because you're hanging on to things and if you're hanging on to past relationships you've been in and you can't figure out why you can't move forward and you keep repeating the same guy or girl or the relationship whoever it was because you haven't cut those cords in the past, how can be that that relationship if you don't cut that when they're still trying to work with those? So you're kind of in a threesome in a sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. and not in a good way, right? Because you want to make sure that you're 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 healthy in a relationship. And I always tell I always tell people so when you get in a relationship, you get done a relationship, don't bounce one right into another. You know, even if it is cohesive and it works together, give yourself a six month durational break because you have to find your own empowerment, not power, empowerment to say, yeah, I'm strong enough to make this decision. This is what I might want. And if that person is in so much in, in getting a relationship with you, they'll wait, mm -hmm. you know, because that cord cutting, if you don't do the cord cutting, you're going to carry the same baggage through everything. And like past lives, we just talked about bleed throughs. You pass this life, you'll have to do it in the next one. So why not do it here while you're here? Right. You know, I don't want to carry nothing else. <laughs> you know, when I right. get done, I'm sending a bunch of people in heaven back this way. And I'm like, have fun. See you later. Right. Yeah, I love it. I love it because I think it's a powerful way of doing it. I've just witnessed some people that have gotten cords cut and it's amazing. And then they go back to having the same issue. And I'm like, well, why did you rebraid your cord? Like, why did you yeah. like that back up again? You know, mm -hmm. why did you? Yeah, and, it, and it's comfort. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, a familiar feeling where they feel confident that they can handle it. You know, it's it's like the 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 process where the, the you know, the dad's an alcoholic and the girl finds a boyfriend's alcoholic, tries to fix him because she can't fix dad. Right. You know, and just a scenario just to, to give you, right? And like you said, if, if you're going to rebraid that cord, it's going to be more unhealthier for mm -hmm. both parties, especially for yourself, because you're going to have a hard time letting that go because you're repeating the process. It's not easy in some circumstance, and it takes two or three tries, you know? So it's not like a blanket wash for everybody. Yeah. You know? But if you're going to do the cord cutting, it, it has to be intentionally um, in a serious kind of connotation to it moving so that you release and let go some people when they do cord cutting i found they've, they've actually got sick when mm -hmm. they cord cut 
because that's what they're carrying with them. You know, they find all this on their backs feeling better or they're, you know, they can urinate better because, you know, not having a hard time with their kidneys and stuff. Right. Right. And we, we carry the, the, the physical manifestation with us when we don't cut cords, we carry it, you know, and we feel that weight. Oh, I feel heavier. My neck sore. So it's always going to be with us unless we learn to cut those cords, you know? And, and yeah, if people go to do it properly, I think properly is the best way to, to look at it. Not a fast track, like, you know, a weekend Reiki course, becoming a master, do the work, do the work, do the work, do the work, whether it's physical mediumship, whether it's mediumship, psychic development, whether it's cord cutting, past life regression, do the work yeah. and research and find someone that's qualified so that you get something out of it, not just to, you know, to pass a fast buck. Yeah. You know, and I, I guarantee you're going to have a lot better time at it. I mean, people ask me, you know, how do I start, you know, doing mediumship and meditation? Everybody's, everybody's psychic, everybody in the world's psychic, where raindrops from, from a cloud. Yeah. You know, mediumship, some people are born with, great. Some people can develop it, and everybody's not a Picasso, so not, you're not going to be that Picasso, but you'd be just as good if you practice, mm-hmm. you know, practice, practice, practice. And that's just it. I'm, I'm still a firm believer in order to charge, you should be, you know, you should probably have a few thousand, thousand yeah. readings, yeah. thousands of readings. Yeah, I've been doing over 28 years, uh, yeah. readings, meditations, teaching, and, you know, learning myself. And I still mm-hmm. like learning. Oh, I think, you know what, I go through spirits, you know, points where I don't take a class. And I honestly did not take a class from master teacher until trance. Mm-hmm. And then also I was like, I have to have this course. course. Mm-hmm. I had to have that course and chickened out of it when you were in the course. I'm like, oh, you don't even know how oh, bad it was. It was fun. Because yeah. now I'm going back in and it's like, okay, we're going to do it now. We're going to do it. So. Yeah, absolutely. You have to keep me posted how it's going through there. And I'll help you through it as well if you have any questions. Oh. And please call me anytime. Oh, my God. Oh. You know I will. You know Good. I will because I'm just like you know what I you know I'm I'm not going to finish with this. It's something I really want to be able to sit with and really, really do well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Really do well. Really have that trust. Really have that that connection with the guides and really be able to let go. You yeah. Know? So I don't want to be one and done and walk away and scream I'm a professional. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll take. It's a funny um, thing with with when you get a trans mediumship because it's more physical mediumship. Mm-hmm. And there's a number of umbrella with that too, as well with the table tipping the seances and stuff like that and cabinet work and stuff. And, and it's such a, a different world. And you'll have another team that moves in that yeah. works just with the um, trans communication, you know, and it's, it's pretty in depth. It's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Gordon, for coming You're in. You're very welcome. Oh my God. Thank you very much for having oh, me. How do people find you? Other than Gordon else. I'm Harley. I'm usually <laughs> <laughs> You can find my website. Anywhere from east to west, you'll see them. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm waving everybody when I'm going by, right? You know, sub-zero temperatures, it's it's Gordon. It's me. I got ice in my face and my beard, but um, it's me. Throwing yeah. cards. <laughs> yeah, you can call me at my home number. It's on the website, www.spiritualmediumgordonellison.com. I'm on Facebook. You can contact me that way as well. Um, but info at gordonellison.com is the best way to contact me. It's the number just for the website that's there. And yeah, I'm glad to be here. I love being on the show. It's a lot of fun. I'm glad we can help out there as well. You know what? I am so glad you said yes. You don't even know because I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm an open book. Really, I am an open book. I don't really shy away from a lot of discussions for anything that's there because I find knowledge is power. And if I can share with someone else, the more empowerment I can give to that person because it's all about spiritualism. And being you know, inspirational is breaking down being in spirit, right? We're in spirit right. to, to inspire someone else, right? Right. It's both. Exactly. 
exactly. And I thank you. Thank you. You're yeah, very thank welcome. You. I'm you know, we're probably going to reach out and say, hey, let's do this again. Because I've Absolutely. just Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, and if you're writing by Lilydale, you know what? In about a month or less. You let me know when you'll be there. I'll come see you. I, I definitely will. You know what? Because I'm going to miss my son's birthday to be in Lilydale. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there we go. Absolutely. I miss the birth of my granddaughter to be in Lilydale, too. <laughs> That's dedication. That's yeah. dedication. I'll tell you what. It's not good. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gordon. I will talk to you soon. Okay. Take care, Don. Bye-bye now. Thank you, everybody. I'll be back with School Through Spirit in a moment. This is Jet Renee. A certified spiritual life coach, animal communicator, past life regression, and a psychic medium. This is Charlie Lynn. Charlie Lynn and Chat with Charlie work with you to bring communication and understanding from spirit to those looking to gain insight. Charlie Lynn's spiritual journey has brought her to you, so take advantage and contact Charlie Lynn today. Book a reading, indulge in some Reiki work, or take the next step in your life with some spiritual life coaching. No matter, Charlie Lynn is here to help you. Search Chat with Charlie on Facebook. That's Chat with Charlie on Facebook. Welcome, this is Diet Renee back here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. Let's talk digital radio. Oh my God, I have had the absolute most amazing morning talking with Gordon. I'll, I'll tell you what, just he's he really is one of my all time faves. I can't even say enough just because the conversation is so easy, it's just fluid. Um, so down to earth, but learn so much. Oh my gosh, everything you want in good conversation. And if I was a drinker, I'd be like, let's get the glass of wine and do that. But I don't drink. So unless I'm in Mexico, guys, when I'm in Mexico, I drink. So um, <laughs> other than that, so let's do our weekly reading. Okay, let's do our weekly reading. Um, so somebody's like, I'll see you at 930. Nope, sorry. Uh, it is 930 time. Oops, sorry. Um, anyway, so um, I do want to kind of address a few comments that came through before I do the weekly reading. I apologize. I did see them coming through. Um, I was just so enthralled in conversation that I didn't read about them or ask the questions. So I want to kind of go back. Um, okay, Sharon, I think we, we mentioned yours. We talked about that. Okay. I like that. Charlie Lynn, I struggle with sitting for people who come in for a reading and you can tell they are distracted. How do you approach this scenario? You know what? I just do the reading. I just do the reading because, you know, their distraction is whatever. You know what? I realized that they came to me. I realized they gave me their money. I realized they did the booking. I realized all of that. But you know what? I acknowledge it. I will tell you that way. I acknowledge it because a lot of times that distraction is really they're having squirrel moments or having this. It's part of their personality. So I will acknowledge, oh, my God, you just feel like you're very distracted. I feel like you're all over the place. I feel like, you know what, you're not quite into this. But I feel like this is more of a lifetime thing, not just a right now thing. And, you know, a lot of times when I address it, it comes back to it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right, blah, blah, blah. And then they try to focus, which really kind of helps. 
Um, Andrea, of course your dad's around you. Oh my gosh, of course. I don't know if he is today or not, darling, because I'm not tuned into him, but um, God, I feel like there's an anniversary. I don't know if it's an anniversary of a death or an anniversary, some sort of an spirit to me. I don't necessarily hear birthday. I hear anniversary. So anniversaries could be births, deaths, anniversary, anniversaries, things of that nature. But it's, I know you're saying special significance. I don't understand that. Um, anyway, let's go on. Jamie, um, you never had a reading at the expo in Jane's. I was so fearful of having one because of the distractions. I wasn't sure if the right connections would have been made for me. Wish I was, was I wrong? Yes. Yes, you were, Jamie. Um, I will tell you what though, you were right and wrong. One, you know what, if you have a good reader, like for myself, for myself, when I sit down to do a reading for somebody, even at an expo, I can be in the noisiest of rooms with a million things going on. And the minute I connect, boom, that disappears. 110% is gone. I'm into the reading, only the reading. Um, and I will tell you, when something else comes through, if I see something, if the room gets loud, often I'm noticing the room or I'm noticing somebody walking by or anything, I know that is part of the reading, okay? So when I connect, that room disappears. When... Um, you know what? And when something else shows up, that's why it is. Okay. Um, so that is that. But where you're right is maybe it wasn't the right time for you. Okay. Maybe it's not the right time for you. You're going to know when it's the right time for you as a reading because you're just going to book it. Whether you're at an expo, call them up, schedule them through website, whatever it is, that is where you're going to find that. So wrong reasons not to get the reading right because it probably just wasn't timed. Um, Oh, Elise, I'm glad you enjoyed the discussion. Oh, my God, Tara. Oh, I'm so happy you're listening from Australia. Hopefully, you're still listening. Yes, Jamie, I did do that to Rob. I was that person. Um, and what she's talking about, I didn't schedule a bunch of readings in one day. I, I literally scheduled a gallery. I did. I scheduled a small impromptu gallery. Rob, hey, what are you doing today? Yeah, like, we're going to do a gallery. And he went, oh. But he rocked it. Oh, my God. He blew it away. He blew himself away. He was totally just an awestruck of how well he did. And he is a rock star. Love Rob. Shout out to Rob because I love Rob. Um, miss him and his family. Wish I lived closer, but don't want to leave my home. So there you go. Um, readdress the cord cutting. Oh, let's get done. Oh, Andrew, yesterday he was killed 39 years ago. Well, there you go, darling. There you go. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, at least he's here while we're talking. So I, I'm not with you all day, but I will tell you what, he's there with you. Okay. So let's do our weekly reading. Okay. I am using, oh my God, guys, we're going to do the carvings. Look at guys. I have grown in cards. I don't know which way I got I to do it this way. I'm, I'm going to show you. I have an addiction, guys. I have an addiction to cards. There's so many. Um, and the weird thing is, I oh, I don't do cards in my readings. I don't do cards in my readings at all. I don't. I don't Google. I don't use cards in my readings. But I use cards for you guys. So this, I had to have this deck. It's a Mystical Wisdom card deck. And it's by Gay Gerthery, art by Josephine Wall. I seen these cards. I had to have these cards. Couldn't have these cards because they weren't on the shelf. So because I have an addiction to cards that I never use, I or I bought these two to make me feel better, instant gratification. I bought Denise Lynn's Sacred Forest and Clat Baron Reed's Her Enchanted Map. 
Although I have undid the wrappings, I really haven't looked at them. So, because that's my addiction. My addiction is to buy these cards, and again, I don't necessarily. I will open them up and I read for you guys um, cards when I feel drawn to it. So, we are going to use five cards. I'm hearing five cards started. Yes, we're doing poker again, but we're using the Mystical Wisdom deck for um, the five cards, and we're going to do use Beyond Lum Lumeria. I can never say it, blue, beyond Lumeria cards um, as our clarification card. And it was so cool because I'd seen these cards. A friend of mine bought these cards in the bigger Oracle deck, and it's so awesome. And I didn't realize this. In the bigger Oracle deck, you get all these beautiful drawings. All the beautiful artwork is on the cards. But what I read on the back is actually from the from the book, which I'm blown away by that. I'm like, oh, my God, way to simplify it, guys. Awesome way to simplify it. So basically, um, let's do this. We're I'm gonna do five card pull five cards, and we're doing this. You can pick number one, number two, three, four, five. You can pick one card, four cards, all five cards. Be greedy. I don't care. This is for you. And this is what we are. Um, this is what you can need for the week. Okay. Ooh, I'm hearing I need to do a live sometime this week. A live with cards. Don't know where I'm gonna fit it in, but let's see what happens. Um, so let's shuffle, 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 and let's do five cards. And then I feel I need to tell you where I'm at this weekend and what's going on with my life. So card number one, oh, this is the card that told me I had to have this deck. Um, it is the leadership card, leadership, set your goals. This card sold me on this deck because when I seen the deck, this is a one card pull I pulled for myself. Um, and leadership, it's really telling you that you're at a point in your life that you need to take a stance. You need to be the power. You need to be the control. You're either walking into a leadership role, whether it be in your life, at work, or family, or whatever it might be. But you're you're walking into that part where you have to have courage. You have to have strength. You, you know that you have the light to follow you. You have the bravery. You have all it takes to be that leader, okay? Now, it doesn't mean you're going to lead a country, but it does mean you're going to lead something, something within your life. Okay, so that's card number one. And you pick number one, you're walking into leadership opportunities, leadership roles. Okay, so get ready for it. Card number two, the dolphin. Don't worry, be happy. Oh, that is so awesome, guys. Love this card. Look at the artwork. Oh my God, I love this. And I like that, don't worry, be happy. Because when you're looking at all this, I love it. You have got dolphins in the water. You have mermaids in the water. You've got dolphins in the bubbles or birds in the bubbles, everything all around you. But look at where they're at. They're in the water. Now, remember, dolphins are in the ocean. Mermaids are in the ocean. You're not going to find these creatures in the lake next to your house. This is dangerous territory, guys. Whether it, I mean, this water is deep enough that a dolphin can swim in. It's deep enough for a shark to be in, okay? And not trying to get some unrealistic fears for you, okay? But what I'm saying is these people are saying, don't worry about the unrealistic fears. Just be happy within life. Fear will stop you. So don't worry. Be happy. Give up control like we talked about earlier. Give up the fear. Work through it and just be happy. Okay? Life is too short. Life is too magical just to let go. Okay? Um, I'm going into the box. Nancy, can anyone read cards for my, myself or do you have to have a connection with fear? No! You can read cards for yourself all day long. All day long. Um, choices is number three. Make the best choices. Oh my God. Number three, 
you've got choices to make this week, guys. This might be, and I think this is more than if you're going to wear your Wednesday panties on Wednesday or if you're going to wear them on Saturday. I think this is a lot of choices. And if you pick number three, you really are looking at, you know, choice of moving, choice of selling your house, choice of changing jobs, choice if I want to have a baby, choice if I want to be in this relationship. You have got major choices going on, and it's time for you to start looking at those. Now, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> this was my card. Um, I'm going to tell you, the easy choice is not always the best choice. Okay, just because something seems like it's an easy way out does not mean it's going to be the best, you know, choice for you. So really look in your heart and go, wait a second, what is it that is best for my growth? Okay, now, Elise, this may not be just moving from a house, moving. To, this might be a choice of taking a class. This might be a choices. We make choices every day, so this could almost be generic. But at the same time, when you're looking throughout this week, I think you're going to be represented by a lot of different choices. Make the best for you. Go inward. See what your heart desires. See what your soul wants and make that choice, the best choice for you. Okay? Uh, number four, children, know that your children are protected. Number four, know that your children are protected. I love this card. Now, I'm looking at children as a very broad base because I don't feel this is just children like children that you've grown um, or grown and raised, you know. I'm also looking at as an inner child, that inner child of yours being protected, that inner child of yours is safe. So many of us are still working with our inner child. We're always working with our inner child. But if you pick number four, you might be doing a lot of inner child work, a lot of inner shadow work things of that nature. You might be going through a lot of memories coming up, a lot of things you're just trying to delve into. Know that that little baby is safe through the aspect. When you're doing the work, you're not necessarily going back and creating havoc. You're really going back and that baby, that little kid inside you is completely safe and you're going back to do the work. And when I'm picking this card, I feel like it's more inner child work than the children you're raising. Okay. My phone is just going off. I'm like so popular today. I don't even know why. I'll take it though. Number five and the fa follow, 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 final card is cheer up, live in the moment. You know, not bad for cards I never really looked at. I mean, I looked at them like briefly. Um, Cheer up, live in the moment. I love this card. Oh my God, look at how beautiful that is. Look at how freeing that is. Okay, look at that. I cannot scream from the top of my lungs enough about living in the moment, being present. Being present in your life is huge. It's huge. How can you enjoy life? How can you enjoy the moments if you're always living two minutes in the future or two minutes in the past? How many of you guys go to Great America and just sit there and go, wow, this day's awesome? But then think about what you're going to cook for dinner or what you did yesterday or what you have to do next week. How many of you sit in the moment all day long and just enjoy every thrill after every thrill, every smile? every laughter, and let go of the rest. So cheer up. Life is not that bad. Life is. I mean, yes, it is horrendous for some people in the country or in the world. It is. I'm not going to take that from a lot of people. But in your own personal life, in your own personal life, I'm going to tell you, you've survived it. To this point, if you're still breathing, you have survived your life. So cheer up. Okay, you've gotten through your life so far. I've gotten through 51 years. 
I'm going to make it through the next 40 or so. I'm good. Life is good. I don't have to worry. Okay? So cheer up. Live in the present. Live in the right now and see the beauty of around you right now. Number one was the leadership. Setting your goals, guys. You're taking that leadership role. Number two was the dolphin. Don't worry. Be happy. I think there's a song on that, guys. I think there's a song on that. Um, so it really is. Don't worry about the, the trials and tribulations. Learn to be happy. Number three is that choices. It's time to make your choices. It's time to get off that fence and decide what you're going to do. Number four is that children that know that they're safe. I really, again, do feel that is the inner child, guys. Do your shadow work. Go back and heal those memories. Go back and heal your life. It's okay that baby's safe. And number five is the cheer up. Live in the moment. Be present. Oh, my gosh. Be present. That is so huge. We need to be present. So let's look at a card for clarification, okay? <clears throat> let's look at a card for clarification. <clears throat> so. Okay, what do we got going here? Oh my gosh, these cards are so much fun. I love, oh my God, I love the beauty. Look at that card. Look at that card. Isn't that pretty? I mean, come on. You've got a Merkaba. You've got the, the butterfly, which is all about change and transformation. And you got the wings of divinity, of purity above. I love it. Now, this card with all the blue, as you can see, is all about the throat chakra and express your truth. This chakra is the origin of expression. It is the source of your life, a spark that inspires your aliveness and stokes your creativity fires in others. This is the outer sharing of your inner being, the glowing song of your soul on the winds of your flight to understanding more of who you are. Connect to the, cro the crooks of crook can't say it, of your potential and take it further than you have imagined. As spirit fuses into the tangible, it actualizes as a platform for greater experience and new facets are, facets are sculpted, seated and shared as a fractal of light in the form of your own unique language. Okay. That's awesome. You can put this with any one of those cards. Now, guys, I picked card number one for me. So when I'm looking at that, I'm like, booyah, I'm going to take it because it really goes with it. Okay. Speaking your truth, pushing yourself further than you ever have before, taking it to the tenth. Okay. Taking it to the tenth. And I think that's so, so, so important. So hopefully that helped you. And hopefully you can take that reading with you the grave at least for this week don't go to the grave though okay i would be so sad if you did that um with that being said though i do want to talk about where i'm going to be this weekend guys oh my god and i'm finding more cards in different places in my house guys like cards i didn't realize i had like i've had this addiction a long time it just goes in spurts um yeah they're in the drawers they're in they're in like little books hidden books they're Open up. There's a deck. That's my original tarot deck, guys. I love this deck. When I do tarot readings, I love this deck. I love this deck. I love this. Love this deck. Um, had it forever. Um, so yes, I was I was a tarot reader before I was anything else. So, so, but anyway, what am I doing this week? Oh my God, so much going on. I'm doing a lot of teaching this week. I'm doing a lot of gathering things um just so you know i do have another beginners class beginner psychic mediumship class happening next tuesday it starts at 7 p.m um it is online okay so in order to register just send me a p.m um what my personal page my private page wherever 
send me an email through www.dietrene.com. Um, let me know you want to get into it. And you know what? There you go. Spirit, I wasn't going to teach another beginners. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, Lisa. This sure sounds like the journey. Yep. Time to step out of fear and use our voices. Exactly, Lisa. By the way, I think I have to book to come up there. I need to book to come to you. So um, Lisa, by the way, is opening her own center up in Hayward, Wisconsin. And as soon as I know all the details, I'm going to scream and shout it out. Um, so, but I am starting another class next week. I wasn't going to do it until fall. Spirit said to please do it. Um, and I'm doing, it's one last beginner's class. I don't think I'll do another beginner's again until like August, September. So if you want to jump on that bandwagon, please do. Now, um, at least an online version. So that being said, again, um, that class is $150. It does go for seven lessons, eight weeks. I do do a Zoom meeting every week with everybody. And then I send out I send out messages. I send out um, homework that we go through and deal with every week, which is awesome. Yes, Sharon's in the class. I love it. Um, so and just watching it grow. So that's amazing. Now I am also going to let me see Monday. No Sunday. Sunday. Oh my God, Sunday. Oh my God. I always forget. I'm at this event every. What time as is the class, Pamela? It's at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Tuesday nights. Now, just so you know, if you cannot be in the class, that is okay. Two things happen. One, I can record the class and send the class to you if it's not a bad time for you. And number two, I will tell you, I always, um, I, um, duh, 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 duh. I'm always on hand if you have questions. It's just send me a PM and there, there's your question. So even if you can't attend the class does not mean you cannot get a lot out of the class as if you were there every week, just so you know. Um, now I need to tell you where I'm going to be. Oh my God. I just went to the wrong person. Um, where I'm going to be on Sunday, Sunday, this event happens twice a year, twice a year. The, the spring event is always so huge. It's body, mind, spirit event. Um, excuse me. I got itch my eye. It's a, it's a Sunday. It starts at 10, 10 to five. It's at the four point Sheridan, um, four points by Sheridan in Milwaukee on the North shore. And that's on Kildeer um, Court in Milwaukee. So I will tell you, I will tell you, though, I book up really fast there. So if you want a reading with me that day, um, prices are the same as I do at home, except for I offer 15-minute readings and half-hour readings at the vet. I don't really offer the hour-long readings there just because of the sheer amount of people that come through. Um, either pre-book with me, send me a PM, and you know what, guarantee your space. Um, of which I'll have you pay for before we get there just to make sure your your space is there because once you booked, it's used up, apparently, you know what I mean? Um, and if you want to come that day, that's fine. But I do let you know, I've walked through, gotten there at like quarter after nine and people are already standing at my space ready to sign up and I haven't even shown up yet. So with that being said, it's a very popular event. It's amazing. I love it. Tons of stuff going on. And with restrictions lifted, we're going back to good old fashioned events, which is awesome. Now, Saturday, I'm not available for anything, anything. Why? I'm doing a lifelong opportunity, and I'm going to see Chip Coffee. Yes, I bought tickets for me and my mom. I'm taking my mother to dinner and a show with Chip Coffee, something I've never done before. I do galleries, but I've never gone to one before. So it's going to be amazing, and I'm sure I'm going to have lots to talk about next Monday. So with that being said, who is on the docket next Monday? Oh my God, who's next Monday? Let's get the page. <gasps> Jamie Cook. 
Yes, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. I believe we've had Jamie before, but Jamie's got a lot to talk about. And you know what? She could never do a Monday, and she changed her hours at work, and guess what? I got her hook reeled and sinkered into it. So Jamie's going to be here next week. Um, she's got so much to go for. But anyway, guys, you have a phenomenal week. I'll see you next week. Have fun living the present, guys. Give up those fears and control. Love you. See you next week on School Through Spirit with Dan Renee and WLTKDB.com.